welcome back to Round 12, the podcast that will always be dedicated to growth, development, and motivational mastery. I am your host, Sensei Roger B. Hamilton. Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of the Round 12 podcast series. Let's go get it. I'll be around. Final episode, interview of my younger self. ago, I had a birthday and celebrated 64 years on planet Earth. When you reached this place and this age and did all the stuff that I did, it's inevitable 
that you reflect more deeply about what's good about your life, what you've learned, and where you go next. So in order to effectively plan where you're going, if you want to be straight with it, you must review where you came from and consider the details of how you got here. In my case, I realize how much more deeply I think about things now and how much more important quality relationships are, as opposed to just hanging out with folks and sliding along. If you're in my circle, you generally are there because we have some important things in common and we are somehow rocking in the same boat. At the very least, it makes for good conversation anyway. But at the extreme most, it makes for some very strong collaborations and success. As I have learned to negotiate the twists and turns of my full life, I believe I have come to a good place and I hope to keep going because I am enjoying the journey more than ever now. And I know that I would not be where I am today without all the various cross-section of experiences I've had to get me here. Nevertheless, I've found myself reflecting on all of it and wishing I could tell my younger self some things about how life really works, about what's real and true, and thereby dissolve some of the harmful preconceptions and assumptions I might have had back then. While it is impossible to truly go back, I decided to build my own personal time machine here through this podcast and interview of that boy and ask him some things, then maybe even tell him a few things. As I decided to conduct this experiment, I became excited about the concept. So what would you tell your younger self? How could you affect your own life if you could counsel yourself then? Man, if I didn't know now what I didn't know then. So here in the year 2020, and having built my podcast from scratch, along with building my karate school business from scratch, and then building my national karate tournament business from scratch, and all along the way building my professional business career from scratch, and then maintaining the working and building of a loving relationship with my nuclear family in spite of challenges, then starting and building my new family because of true commitment, then living my life to its fullest, here is a proverbial walk on the wild side with me, your boy, back then and here now. One never knows what they might find when they pick up the shovel and dig. There might be gold down there. Who knows? It might even be helpful to you on your own journey to hear about mine. I have composed a few questions and exchanges with my younger self, which effectively translates to one question per powerful issue. Certainly not all the issues for the boy, because when you're young, you need time to think about important stuff before you come out your mouth with some crazy reply or uninformed comment. So we'll just touch on a few items. And while youth is energetic and bouncy and sometimes fun, youth is often wasted on the young. But all that being considered, we will take our shot, and these two parts of my existence will be presented here in one clean swoop. Just like life, it moves pretty fast, so don't blink. You could miss something. Just like Loudon Swain said in one of my favorite movies ever, Vision Quest. 
All I ever settled for is that we're born to live and to die, and we've got to do it alone, each in our own way. And I guess that's why you got to love those who deserve it like there's no tomorrow, because when you get right down to it, there isn't. So here we go. When you were little, what activity was the most fun? The adult asks the teen. Are you kidding? Kickball, man. I love that game. I could play all day. Just talking about it makes me want to play right now. Later, I learned to love dodgeball too, because I could hit people. My friends seemed to love it for the same reason. We were all very aggressive. Then, even later, I learned to love pitching horseshoes. That made me feel strong and accurate, the kid said. Were you happy as a kid? The adult asks. Um, yeah, I think. Um, well, stuff happened. And I was kind of happy, and I kind of wasn't. After a while, I stopped knowing the difference, the teen answers. Yeah, the adult replies, it's actually a good thing that we don't know everything that's going to happen to us when we start out. That way, we can have a clean slate and dream and believe. So I would encourage you to look for and pay attention to the good things as you go forward. Have as much fun as possible. And remember, whatever challenges you go through, no matter how difficult, they will pass. And you will be just fine, the adult replies. The young teen smiles. Were you shy or outgoing as a youngster? The adult asks. Well, I loved other kids and I didn't feel shy at all. I would just talk to people. That is until I got really sick with TB when I was about six. I had to repeat a grade because I was in the hospital and missed so much school, but I was still the same until I got blinded in one eye when I was seven. And that made me more quiet. I actually stayed quiet for years after that, as I learned to deal with the dead-eye jokes. The teen looks downward as he answers. On your schoolwork, were you a good student as a youngster? And how about now? The adult asks. Oh yeah, I, I was an A student at first. I loved school. I was like this proud little kid all the way up to third grade. But when my father and those other guys drowned that year, I didn't do so good in school anymore for some reason. I don't know, I just didn't seem to like it anymore. I didn't want to be there. And now, I, I don't seem to fit in school. I don't think the teachers like me. The adult raises his voice a bit and reply. Just so you know, a lot of really smart and really successful people had trouble within the school system too. And they didn't know why either. Remember that school is not what makes you smart, and getting A's does not make you a better human being, and being in school is like being any place. If you feel like you fit, and you don't, maybe you don't. However, there are some things we need from high school, so we can begin our lives, so get your mind right, do what's required to graduate, and move on. Trust me, you won't be sorry. The adult finishes as they stare at each other intensely. The adult continues. Someday, you may be a voice for others, 
who are having trouble with school just like you. You may be in a position to help them get through. It may not be easy. It may not even be fun, but it's important to start your adult life with open eyes and the belief that you are worthy and you are valuable and that you are okay. Because the world is waiting for you with open arms and your time in high school has nothing to do with it. Get yourself ready to stand up and speak out for what's important to you and you will be amazed how empowering and important it can be. The adult finishes. The room is quiet. Were you an active kid? Did you play outside? The adult asks. Yeah, man. Me and my friends always played outside. Well, not when I was little, because I was sick at first, and I got a little fat until about fifth grade. But then my muscles started showing up. Something changed about me. I started feeling like I was strong. Then I got interested in sports for real, and I kept pushing for some reason. And now, if it wasn't for being on the wrestling team, I would have probably quit school. The teen presses his lips together in obvious frustration. The adult's eyes and voice sparkle as they share some wisdom. You don't know it yet, but you are going to be quite a physical specimen and do some amazing things on into your 60s. So stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Keep exercising, eating well, living healthy, and you will find balance. Also, when you believe in something, never quit, but schedule rest when you need it. Back to the balance thing. You have nothing to be ashamed of when you put rest on your schedule. Trust me, the older you get, the more you'll understand why. You heard? The teen nods his head slowly up and down. Also, when you're feeling beat up and confused and wondering about all of this, remember to accept yourself as God made you. I spent many years myself fighting this battle of self-identity, and it took a long time to surrender. And by then, a bunch of time had passed. I could have saved myself some anguish by just thinking I was okay, just like I was not needing to be someone or something else, or even somewhere else. I'm telling you this because nobody told me. Be true to yourself. Because God don't make mistakes. He made you like he wanted you. Now run with it. If you don't like that dude in the mirror, then who else is going to like him? The adult finishes, and the teen seems to have a tear in his right eye. So how's your mom? Are you and she getting along okay? Man, me and my moms ain't doing so good. She yells a lot. She seems to always be mad about something. And even though it may not have anything to do with me, she yells and most of the, most of the time loudest at me. She makes me clean up everything in the house and do all the work in sight. And she just goes to work. Then when she comes home, the house better be perfect and my dear little sisters better be happy and healthy. And even on Christmas, she told me that she could only afford to buy them presents, but not me. And like I told her, I don't care. I'm good. I don't need nothing. I'll get my own stuff. When she makes me look after my three sisters and cook for them and clean for them and get them put to bed safely, sometimes it feels okay. Until she comes home and it's like I'm nobody again. It's just weird, man weird. 
The teen is now pacing back and forth as he expresses himself. You know what, man? What you will learn later is that your mother is hurting. She is lonely. She is tired. And she is guilt-ridden about the argument she had with your father the night before he died. And while she is yelling at you, she is in some ways yelling at herself because she can't move any faster or do any more for you. Just know that deep inside, your mother loves you more than she can fully express at this time in her life and her circumstances. And even more importantly, just know that you are not the only person in the world who is going through this and feels this way, whatever this way is that you're feeling. I know it hurts. I know it's confusing. I know you want it to be better, but you have to let your mind rest and try to look through her eyes. Then you will see yourself. And just know that in the future, you will get very good at reading people. And if you can start to connect with a variety of those people, you can support each other and you all will get strong together. Hang tough. It's going to be okay. I promise you it will. I promise. The two spirits hug each other in silence. Remember now, you are outstanding just as you are, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't work on your rough edges and areas of ignorance and inexperience. If you are going to be aggressive, make yours an assault on mediocrity, not on other people. The adult finishes his statement with conviction, but begins another. Remember now, it's not the destination so much as the journey. Yes, you are on a journey, which means things will change. Even important things will change, sometimes shockingly. But no matter what, it is still a good journey and it's worth every step. Roll with those twists and turns of life. They will take you places you could have never imagined. So let me ask you, the adult spits this out as if he is truly curious. Why did you stop going to church out of nowhere? Because, man, the teenager spits back as if he's been dying to tell somebody. Because my mother used to make us go every Sunday and even other days, but she would stay at home. So I would do what she said and I would go and I learned to be respectful of the elders and try my best to be nice. But one day I saw this guy named Harvey shooting dope behind a tree on the outside of the church before the sermon. I watched the whole thing. Then everybody lined up and went inside and sat down and started to sing. And the minister preached. And this guy, Harvey, got all excited. He started shouting and the elders started loving it. He was a man in his early 20s, but he looked older. They seemed to embrace him. And before you knew it, that whole place was following his lead. He had them in the palm of his hand. I hated it. Something happened to me right then. I stood perfectly still watched this whole thing and this whole place ignite, and I felt completely alone. I walked into the aisle, made my way through the double doors, and I've not had the same feeling since. Yeah, I believe in God, and I try to treat people good, but that made me feel like it was a game, and that anybody could play it. The air seemed heavy now between the two. The adult spoke. There is no expert on who or what God is, and people are allowed to worship in the way they see fit and the way they believe. Because some folks are not completely honest, that doesn't mean that others aren't very sincere. 
You have to make room for all of it. You can't get bogged down by your confusion and your own life's difficulties. You can be a good person and believe in God on your own, whether in his designated house or not. But be careful with judgment over others. You'll find the answers you need in your own time. Just be vigilant on seeking truth and treating your fellow human beings well. I respect your frustration, and I respect you. The adult reaches to shake the teen's hand. They are cool. All is well. So what makes you happy now? What pleases you? The the adult seems now to be reaching for something good, something special about the kid's existence. I don't know. I like to write poems and stuff. I, I like to read through the encyclopedias in my room. It makes me feel like I'm traveling all over the world. I read about something new every day. I, 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 I read more about something new. I kind of like to read. But for real, though, I love wrestling. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have it to be part of. I train hard. I know the rules there, I'm accepted there, I'm respected there, and I'm a champion. Someday, I want to help other guys feel like they have something to go to and maybe feel good too when their life is weird. And it's strange too because even though it's just you and the other guy on the mat against each other, it's still your team behind you. They scream for you and they're happy when you win and you're happy when they win. It's pretty cool. The teen finishes with a giant smile on his face. He's like another person transported to another place. The adult knows not to tamper with this and simply says, that's very good. Congratulations. Thanks, man. The teen replies in earnest. Thanks. So what do you want to do with your life in the coming years? What kind of job do you want? The adult asks directly. Man, I I don't know. I think I just want to be a truck driver like my Uncle Bebop. He showed me a lot about how to do it, so I think that's what I should do. I don't know anything else. I don't know. The teen is obviously challenged on this one. The confused look on his face says it all. The adult tries to help. You know, most people aren't exactly sure what they want to do at your place in life, and that's okay. The key is to work hard at whatever you're doing at any given moment, and then pay close attention to your feelings and what you might be interested in. Take your time, and you will figure out a career you will love. This will involve trying different things, though, new things. Many folks wind up having multiple primary jobs and then very different alternate jobs in their life, and most people enjoy some aspects of each one at some point or another. No, The employment world is not perfect, but if you stay clear about who you are and what appeals to you, it will work itself out just fine. Each opportunity will move you forward and on to what is next in your destiny. I am certain that with your talent, your passion, your drive, and your grit, you will land exactly where you're supposed to land, whether you are driving a truck to get there or not. Stay focused on you. Keep the main thing the main thing. You'll be all right. Once again, the adult finishes, but start again. And also, on the issue of trust, 
Keep your eyes open at work and at play. Try not to fall for the okie doke. Be careful not to buy everything somebody is selling. Trust people until they show themselves not to be trustworthy, but verify with quality, independent, objective sources, not people running their mouth just to be heard, or people with those strong, particular viewpoints or access to grind. The media can be like that sometimes, too, so take things with a grain of salt. You remember the words from the song, Heard It Through the Grapevine? People say, believe half of what you see, some in none of what you hear. But don't be paranoid. It's good to believe in people. Just give yourself a back door sometimes and protect yourself. The betrayal of false friends is one of the most painful things to happen in your life. So protect those good relationships and let the other ones go. But just in case they get you, don't deliberate too much and get too bogged down on how others have hurt you. Feel your feelings, cry your tears, but let them slip away. Move on. You will surely have more good to contemplate than the messiness of wrong-minded people. Be grateful for all of it that includes the sun and the rain. Gratitude leads to more happiness down the road, no matter what happens. And remember, keep smiling. Yours is a good life. Oh, and by the way, when you mess up, don't forget to forgive yourself. Let yourself off the hook for minor errors. Those mistakes are going to happen. And honestly, same with other people. While it may be difficult, forgive. Forgive. And then forgive again. You may never forget, but your own for, for your own sake and your own internal rhythm, forgive. And then try hard to forget. Now, since we've been talking a while and we can't cover everything, I just want to say a word about children. Children, you say? I say yes, children. If you ever find yourself in the position to be a father, take that job seriously. Love your mate if you can, but you be sure without any doubt that you love your children actively and consistently. This is how we change the world, by being good people and loving others to help them be good people too, and so on, and so on. This is the key. And know this, I would never say that it was easy to be a good father. I am just certain that it is very, very important. Children are an infinite blessing and a profound joy. But just keep in mind that they will break your heart and scare you to death more times than you could ever imagine as well. I will stop here, young man, and let you go on your way. But before I do, and because I know this to be an important subject to honor, and I want to be certain that someday you will give it your best self, please listen to this bit of wisdom from the classic and esteemed author Khalil Gibran. And he says simply this. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. 
You may house their bodies, but not their souls. For those their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. For life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness. For even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. Thank you for joining us again today for the final episode of Round 12. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. May the worst days of your future be like the best days of your past. And may you continue to answer life's bell every time. Until we meet again, time.